0: Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie foothills the rocky mountains the Pecani first nation waterton lakes national park the crow's nest pass and the upper river watershed of the south saskatchewan river basin join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers townsmen cowboys mounties pioneer women politicians chroniclers miners railroaders and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of canada Well hello and welcome back to Radio KBPV, I'm Ranger Gord Tolton and once again we're uh, going to do another podcast here celebrating some of the uh, columns done in the local media by our curator here at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, Mr. Farley Wood, who's been our uh, archivist and historian for several years and we of course are calling this Farley's Frontier Chronicles. Because if you know Farley for a few years, you get to know that there are two words he always has, has to use in, out of his mouth. is Frontier and Chronicles. He just loves those two words. So we're having a little fun with him on that. And being as how it's uh, Christmas here again, the season, the Christmas of 2018, 19, pardon me, we're going to continue with uh, some of uh, the best of Farley's columns that he has done for the uh, Shooting the Breeze and the Pinch of Creek Echo over the years. And today we're going to talk about traditional Christmas celebrations of the late 1920s. Old fashioned Christmas celebrations were always a hit with pioneer families in rural communities such as Pincher Creek, and they were truly in vogue throughout most of our local history. Festivities from the late 1920s illustrate those traditions. While holiday dances were not just held on New Year's Eve, in 1927, the annual Christmas dance here in Pincher was held on Friday, December 23rd. It was a big hit and was hosted by the Pincher Creek's Framac Hall, or at Pincher Creek's Framac Hall, rather. And this popular dance hall was on the second floor of the impressive brick Fraser McRoberts store at the corner of Main Street and Police Avenue. And to orient yourself today, that is the site of the uh, provincial building and courthouse. Live music was provided by Harry Taylor and his Paramount Dance Orchestra. This local musical talent was much appreciated by town people, as well as district ranchers and farmers. Dance admissions were a dollar for a gentleman and 50 cents for ladies, big money in those times. Early in the afternoon was a massive civic welcome for Santa Claus. The ringing of the fire siren atop the brick Town Fire Hall at three o'clock heralded this family event. Many children and their parents eagerly awaited Santa Claus's arrival. The only drawback was many of the outlying rural areas could not attend due to stormy weather and bad road conditions. The crowds gathered at what was known as the Bank Corner, one block west of the Framac Hall at the T intersection of Main Street with East Avenue. This provided the old highway route south of town. Handy Andy and his well-known clowns kept the crowds entertained. At last, Santa Claus made it through the deep snow to visit with the children and to bring out the gifts. Santa's arrival was followed by a play entitled Red Pepper, performed by no less than 14 talented local actors and actresses. The pioneers featured in performance and musical Those pioneers featured in performance and musical capacities were Alan McClelland, Harry Hitchin, Albert Kokloff, Marion Cox, Harriet Hassett, Helen Cassidy, Ernest Kettles, grandson of one of the founding Northwest Mounted Police members in Pincher Creek, Harold Webster, Dorothy Diamond, whose father Herbert was the local printer for the Pincher Creek Echo, Pianist Agnes Freebairn, Margaret Tuff, Mildred Clements, and Elsie Robinson. Special thanks went out to the Tucker family for organizing this community event. (laughs) Well, in the rural districts, Christmas celebrations of that era went off with great gusto. In Cowley... Both the St. Joseph's Catholic Church and the local United Church celebrated services. In 1927, the Cowley Women's Institute sponsored a Christmas concert the evening of Wednesday, December 14th. The hall was packed in spite of poor winter weather conditions. Arthur Tustian, served as conductor and first violin with Doris McEwen, later Bernt Baines, Jackie Cowan, Alvin Murphy and Verdon Lee as violinists. Bruce Battaglia was cellist and teacher Freda Graham Bundy as vocalist, all provided quality festive entertainment and Frida Graham Bundy, Bundy was also noted as a local journalist and historian. Boxing Day 1935 witnessed a combined community and school Christmas program at the Parkview School immediately north of Waterton Park. This program was action-packed with a full two dozen items highlighted by music and culture. Several artists were in ten- attendance including Kathleen Rigall, Jack Cox, A. Mr. Bailey, no first name unfortunately, and Mrs. Miriam Bennett of the nearby Chaudhry Ranch. Teacher Doris Cox and her students ensured the program went off without a hitch. Mountain guide Bert Riggle, who also served on the school board, adeptly served as the program's chairman. Audience members came from Parkview, Drywood, Spread Eagle, Twin Butte, and Waterton Lakes, and as far away as Pincher Creek. A short distance to the northeast in the new Yarrow School, a colorful masquerade dance was hosted the evening of December 27th 1935. The district fellow, fellows organized the event, which was well attended. Dressed as the Cold Dust Mavericks, also known as the Cold Gold Dust Twins, were Ida Klunker, whose families uh, had uh, participated in the construction of St. Henry's Church, and Sylvia Stratman. Messieurs Edward and Emery Bonerts won the men's prizes for the absent-minded professor and clown, respectively. This was remembered as a lighthearted Christmas event. Down at Waterton Lakes, two pre-Christmas dances were held on successive Saturday evenings in December, 1928. They were hosted by longtime park resident, Walter Foster, who had recently constructed a massive log lodge, likely built into the hillside at 508 Evergreen Avenue called the Sundance Lodge. Patrons appreciated the fireplace for its workmanship and warmth from the fire. The building also was recalled for its excellent dance floor and modern rear kitchen. Both evenings, the dancing continued into the small hours of the morning with a lunch being served at midnight. So with that recollection, on behalf of the Pincher Creek and District Historical Society, we would like to sincerely wish all of our readers, museum supporters and our general public a very Merry Christmas And all the best for the new year in 2020. Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wuth and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca Kootenay is spelled K O O T E. N A I. Also visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum. Or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.